Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. You're listening to Simply Stogies, a monthly podcast dedicated to the cigar enthusiast. Light up a stogie, sit back and relax while James brings you along on his journey as a new cigar smoker. Simply Stogies will review cigars, discuss topics that cigar aficionados find important, and will probably learn a few things along the way. Now, here's your host of Simply Stogies, James. Welcome to Simply Stogies. I am your host, James. Today, I'd like to thank you for joining me for this episode. It'll be a short episode. Uh, I promise there's only a, a couple of things that I, I, I'd really like to talk about and I'd really like to discuss. Uh, but before I get to the meat of this podcast, I'd like to invite you to go to creativebraincandy.com and check out the great family of podcasts and streamers that we have there at creativebraincandy.com, including Ice Forward March. Ice Forward March is a podcast from a couple of NCOs inside uh, uh, the uh, U.S. Army that talk about all things military. They talk about what goes on in the military, uh, things that are specific to NCOs, things that are specific to the military. And they talk about things that will be specific for military personnel as they get out of the military. If you're in the military, you know somebody who is, I invite you to check out Ice Forward March, creativebraincandy.com. Check it out. If you are also a podcaster and a gamer, or you want to become a podcaster, Bad Gamers Anonymous, our video game podcast, is currently on hiatus as we search for two new podcasters to take over Bad Gamers Anonymous. So if you think you have something to say that people might want to hear about the state of video games or the video game industry, go to creativebringcandy.com, click the apply button, and let us know. No experience necessary. We here at Creative Bring Candy want to make sure that we give you the tools to succeed. So we will teach you, we will train you, we will give you all of the tips and tools that we use to make sure that you are set up for success. So check out creativebraincandy.com. And while you're out searching the internet, go to, if you are so inclined, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Simply Stogies. Simply Stogies is still 100% fan funded. We take no money from advertisers. We take nothing from advertisers. We take nothing from the cigar industry other than what we buy. So it's only with your help are we able to attend events like the PCA trade show this year. God willing, that still goes on. Uh, uh, events around the country, lounges around the country, uh, and we're able to purchase cigars to review for the podcast. Right now, a lot of this stuff comes out of our own pockets, and we're very happy to do so. But with your help, we're trying to expand and we're trying to expand our reach. Buymeacoffee.com. Uh, it's definitely different than uh, what we used to use, which was Patreon. Buymeacoffee.com allows one-time donations. If you so choose, we would be ever so thankful. And I'm very humbled for everyone uh, who supports this podcast, who has supported the podcast in the past. And uh, we will continue to do our best to earn not only the, the support that you give us, but also just your listenership. Uh, as time goes on. So thank you very much even for considering giving to Simply Stogies at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Simply Stogies. And honestly, the only reason I even threw that in there, because I think we all know I, I, I hate to shill, is that we don't take money from advertisers. 
And we don't do that for a very specific reason. And that reason is, and I think I've stated this on the show before, is that it looks bad. For example, if we were to take advertising money or sponsorship money from a cigar manufacturer and then give a positive review to a specific cigar that that manufacturer produces, for us, it looks biased. And we don't want that. We do not want the illusion of bias at all. Now, will this change in the future where we take money, we take sponsorships? Maybe. But if it ever does, we will certainly let you know right off the bat. I think if you go to simplystogies.com, you can click on our code of ethics uh, at the top under the About Us tab, uh, and, and you can read more about it. But right now, all of this comes out of our pocket. We do that because we want to remain unbiased. We want to remain uh, impartial, and we don't want to give the illusion uh, that we're not biased. And since this is the beginning of 2021, Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 came out. Now, I'll be 100% honest, coming from not knowing cigars and not knowing a, a lot about it, I started in 2018, I immediately got a subscription to Cigar Aficionado. Spoiler, I no longer have a subscription to them. And that's not, it's not a knock against them. It's just not me. It's not, I don't think they cater to me. I am not well off. I am not wealthy and I don't care about some of the things that they cover, which is a lot about luxury and a lot about things that I will never be able to afford. But when it comes to their top 25 list every year, people go nuts for this stuff. And the example that I'll, I'll go to, which by the way, while I'm saying this, congratulations to uh, EP Carrillo for their number one spot this year. I'm sure it is, is well-earned. I have not smoked the pledge, so I can't speak to it. But when they come out with these 20, uh, top 25 lists every year, people go nuts and they scramble to try to find uh, those cigars in the top 25. And in the past, there have been some really great stuff. For example, I know that in 2017, or maybe it was 2018, uh, the Apollo, um, Guardian of the Farm Apollo uh, from uh, Warped and Agonorsa Leaf was number eight. I think six or eight, somewhere around there. And that's a really great cigar. And I love that. But how do they choose the top 25? Like that, that, I guess that's my question. And I don't know a lot about it because I don't put a lot of stock into it. And I want to tell you why I personally don't put a lot of stock into it. And you could take that for whatever it's worth, because certainly there are people out there that know a lot more about the industry, a lot more about the hobby uh, than I do. So take this. Take this for whatever it's worth. But in 2018, uh, the number one cigar of the year was E.P. Carrillo uh, Encore Majestic. A very good cigar. A very good cigar. I enjoyed it. But out of all of the things that I had tried in my very short cigar journey in 2018, I certainly would not have put that near the top. And certainly not at number one. Doesn't matter what my experience was with the cigar. It's all subjective. Taste is subjective. And I understand that. And I understand that there are issues surrounding it. Like my cigars are shipped to me because I don't have a lounge anywhere near me. Like I've said before, the nearest one's an hour and a half away. So I don't put a lot of stock since that experience uh, into their top 25 list. And I'm sure it's well-deserved. But there is this, there is this persistent rumor that it's all about advertising money. And if you don't spend money with Cigar Aficionado, doesn't matter how good your cigar is, it won't make 
it won't make their top 25 list, which, you know, they want because this is where this is where B&Ms get a lot of their business from. And they're able to move stock that may not have have moved uh, for the majority of 2020. I, I'm not sure when the pledge came out. But I certainly wasn't clamoring for it when it did. Now, granted, I'm more of a boutique guy. I think I've said that on this podcast more times than not. Uh, I would I prefer a boutique cigar over one that is from a larger manufacturer or that has larger backing. That's just that's just my personal preference. I think quantity uh, and quality are, are definitely linked. But when I go over some of the list. Uh, from from their top twenty five, a- and I see in there the punch short the punch or a, a Padron nineteen sixty four anniversary series, or a Fuente Fuente Opus X double robusto. Were those released in in twenty twenty? What is the criteria that we're using here? Because these cigars have been out for a while. I got a double robusto. I've got a double robusto of the Opus X from like I just I'm trying to understand where Cigar Aficionado comes up with this and why there is such there is such clamor to go get these cigars that are on the list when they may have been out before and they may have been out maybe even in different blends. For example, the number six this year was the Hoyo de Nicaragua uh, Numero Uno. Uh, it wasn't the uh, the big one, the L'Ambassadeur. Uh, 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 it was the, uh, uh, no, that was the L'Ambassadeur. And uh, maybe that came out in 2020. I thought it came out in 2019. I mean, if like, I, and I understand that. I, I get that from covering the video game industry. Something comes out at the end of the year, right? It's not, it, you don't really have enough time to review it and stack it against everything else. So I understand that. Like, for example, if I was going to put together a top 10 list, which I'm all for top 10 lists, uh, if I was going to put one together, uh, the Castagli uh, Daughters of the Wind Cremello would probably be my number one cigar of 2020. Half Wheel gave it like a 74. That's my number one cigar of 2020. It came out at the tail end of 2019. Uh, Daughters of the Wind Pony Express Limited Edition came out at the tail end of 2019. That'd probably be in my top five. It's all subjective. So why is there why why does everybody go nuts over cigar aficionados top twenty five list when they've got cigars in there that have been around forever? Now there's an argument that that you could make that says you know if it's a Cuban cigar those really you go by box dates. I don't know a lot of non Cuban aficionados that look at the box date. And go, oh man, this has got you know this is twenty twenty and it's really good, but you let it sit for a year or two, they get better. Cuban aficionados, on the other hand, that's what they look at. And typically, and I know that the 19 stock and even the 20 stock is a little bit different where you can you can smoke it right away and it's really good. You give it a, a year or two of age, it's a little bit better. So I, I, I just don't, I don't understand where they're coming from. I don't understand the hype around it. And honestly, if I'm giving my opinion, it's my show, I can do that. My opinion is that the Cigar Aficionado top 25 list needs to be overhauled. I think that it, I I think it might be a little bit unfair. I think it might be, I think they play fast and loose with the rules. I don't know if they can call it a top 25 of 2020 when they're, when they're putting cigars on there that came out before 2020. That's just my opinion. 
but that's why I don't take advertising money because it gives the illusion, whether it's real or not, whether it's all based on how much they spend, a uh, manufacturer spends in advertising dollars with, with cigar aficionado. And that's what contributes to somebody making the list or somebody not making the list. I feel like that's a little ridiculous. It is a pay to play thing. And that is the, from the outside looking in, that's, that's the way I see it. Like I said, we don't take advertising money. We don't take sponsorship money here, but at the same time, we don't really do a top 25 for the year, a top 10 for the year because taste is subjective and everybody has their favorite cigars. And honestly, we give reviews every month on the cigars that we're smoking on the cigars that we think are interesting on the cigars we think you want to hear about. And we go from there. And if there's a cigar that you want us to review, let us know in the comments or send us an email at info at simply and let us know, say, Hey, we really want you to cover this and tell us what you think. I'm more than happy to go pick out a fiver, smoke a couple of them and see what I think and let you know. I'll give you my honest opinion because we don't take money from anybody. So I am not beholden to anyone but you. And I would hope that you, the listener, would call me on any uh, bullshit that you think that I'm trying to push on you. I'm not. But if I ever do, please call me on it. But for for now, I, I want to know what you guys think of Cigar Aficionado's Top 25. Do you buy into the hype? Do you go after all of these cigars on the top 25 list to try them if you haven't tried them throughout the year? Honestly, I didn't hadn't even heard of the pledge. Will I smoke one? If I have the opportunity, sure. But am I going to go online and, and try to find one right now? Absolutely not. To me, it's not that big of a deal. I like what I like. I know the profile that I like. I know the brands that I typically lean towards, and that's what I'm going to buy. And I'm not going to be influenced, or at least try not to be influenced one way or the other, uh, on on some of these uh, bigger companies and, and who they're trying to push uh, for whatever reason they're trying to push. So please let me know in the comments, what do you think of a cigar aficionado's top 25 list for 2020? Is it something you want to go smoke? Uh, are there things on your list? Or are there things already in your humidor? Speaking of top 25 list, top 10 list, the day that this podcast releases, if you go to simplystogies.com, you'll see that there is a top 10 uh, winter smokes uh, article that I wrote uh, that I, I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of. And I'll tell you why. As most of you know, I live here in the Midwest where it gets cold, downright frigid in the winter. Uh, there's a snowstorm coming tonight, as a matter of fact, uh, as I record this podcast. And so when the temperature dips below a certain amount, the heater doesn't really work. I have it. I'm working on it. And this is a project that you'll probably see hopefully this summer. Um, it just depends on how everything works out, but I, I am going to uh, build a shed and it'll be a pretty big shed and it'll be the, the new podcasting studio and lounge. And I'm going to take videos and put that all up on, uh, buy me a stogie or buy me a coffee.com, buy me a stogie, buy me a coffee.com. Uh, so that if you're supporting us, you'll see, you know, how I'm spending my time in the summer and, and, and some of the things that, that I'm doing to make myself a little bit more comfortable in the winter. But for right now, I, I'm pretty much stuck smoking short sticks uh, when it gets down. Usually, typically in, in the mid to low 20s is when the heater in the garage uh, starts to struggle a little bit and, and I don't have a, a lot of time to sit out there because I just literally start to freeze. 
quickly, I just wanted to go through my top 10 things that are in my humidor, uh, short smokes that I really enjoy. And some of these, I'll be honest, as I go through the list, some of these I didn't like when I first started smoking cigars. As my tastes have changed, as my palate has grown and matured uh, with, with the experience that has been given, some of these become very, very good, but they some of them are certainly not for newer cigar enthusiasts. Now, when I first started smoking cigars, I did put out, uh, I think it was my second or third episode, may have been my first episode, uh, where I talked about uh, a specific cigar, and that's actually number one on my list, and it's number one on my list because that cigar holds a very special place in my heart. And we'll get to that. I promise we'll get to that. I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit. But I want to just give you the list. I want to give you the rundown because you are uh, the podcast listener. So you're going to be able to, if you're listening to this the day this comes out, you're probably going to see this before the readers see it, before those, uh, those of you that go to simplystogies.com, before you go uh, to the to iTunes or, or Google Play or wherever you get uh, this podcast, Spotify. So I want to give you guys the sneak peek, so to speak. Uh, on what the top 10 list looks like. So the top 10 for me, top 10 short smokes when, during the winter, or if I don't have a lot of time, but I, I need to sit down, slow down for, for a little bit, half hour, 45 minutes and have a cigar. These are the ones that I reach for. Uh, number 10 is the Micorita, and I'm sure I'm slaughtering that in, in, in Spanish, Gordita by uh, Don Barton Tobacco and Trust. Uh that means in Spanish, rough translation, my mistress. I think it means not my mistress. The literal translation is something different, but it's what they refer to as, as their mistress, uh, mistress. It's a 4 by 48 short Robusto, and it's just packed, power-packed with flavor. If you want a full cigar experience but you don't have a lot of time, this is one to reach for. Absolutely, I love this one. Number nine, uh, the Romeo y Julieta Cuban. Romeo y Julieta, Coronitas in Cedro. It's in a cedar sleeve. This is a, a five and a, a, an eighth by 40 ring gauge. And it has that for a small cigar, for a quick smoke, it has that, that classic uh, Romeo y Julieta profile, cherry, nuts, citrus, white pepper, bread. It's just, it's delicious. And I absolutely, it's, it's and for the price you can't beat it. It's a very good cigar. If you're looking for something quick uh, and you want to get your your fix and you want to you want to enjoy it, like this is one of the ones that I'll reach for. And I have a ton in my humidors because I, of where I live. I and there are some that didn't make this list that I should probably mention, like Nub. Anything from Nub, I love a Nub Cameroon, uh, uh, the Nub Dub, the the Double Maduro Nub. I like those a lot too. Illusione. Uh, the, uh, the Rex is absolutely fantastic and full flavor. And there's just so many that I could have gone with the H Upman half Corona. I mean, that's classic. That's classic. There's a lot, there are a ton and you really can't go wrong. There's not really a lot of short cigars that won't do it for you, but this is, this is my list. This is, and, and. I'm looking forward to finding out what, what, what you guys smoke when you don't have a lot of time or when it's cold out. Number eight on my list is the Jaji Bobi Baba Jean. That's a mouthful, and I hope I pronounced that right, but I'm not sure. Now, this is a relative newcomer onto the cigar scene. You can pick some of these up from smallbatchcigar.com. And, and the uh, Baba Jean is the more full flavor. 
and I with some rest, these get really, really good. Number seven on my list, uh, the Partica shorts, party shorts. Absolutely love these. These are a staple in my uh, in my humidor that I've got to have on hand all the time. The first time I smoked one, I was like, oh, wow. Because I don't know if you are like me or not, but when I first started getting into the hobby, I always thought short cigar, probably short on flavor. No, no, absolutely not. So good. So good. And the trick is, is like, is to blend these so that they taste similar to the, to the larger ring gauges. Right. And these top 10, these do it for me. Number six, the Jaji Bobi, Mi Hermano. Again, I'm probably slaughtering the name of the manufacturer. These are made in the Kellner Boutique Factory. This is the more medium uh, of the two. I think it's a little bit smoother uh, than the Baba Jean. And I, it's fantastic for a 30-minute smoke. I, I, I don't think you can go wrong here. I don't think you can go wrong here at all. Give these guys a shot. Smallbatchcigar.com has them. I, I really enjoy them, uh, and I'm hoping uh, somebody out there does. Uh, number five on my list, I think, is a, a great budget cigar. Regardless regardless of its size, I really like this cigar no matter what, especially for the cost, and that is the Cuban Fonseca Delicias. It is the perfect morning cigar for me that I can sit down with some coffee, and I don't really have to think about what I'm smoking. I don't think that it's overly complex, but it, it, it keeps me interested. And honestly, if you've got friends who aren't really cigar smokers, but they come over and they want a cigar, this is one you can give them. It's perfect for beginners. It's perfect for, and you can say, hey, here's a Cuban. You want a Cuban? Here's a Cuban. Very inexpensive. Fonseca Delicias. Uh, I, I really enjoy. I enjoy those for the cost. Number four uh, is another small boutique company uh, that I really like a lot, and I didn't, if I didn't think I'd, I would. It's the Isabella Firecracker. This is a 4x42 barber pole. Barber pole in a very small Vitola, and I, I love it. If you don't like sweetened tips, you're not going to like this one. I, I really like I really like Isabella. I like what they do. I like their vision for what they put out. It's a very complex cigar in a very small, small package. It's put together beautifully, expertly rolled. It looks fantastic. I love the look of the barber pole. And in a short cigar, I mean, that's got that's got to be hard to do. But they nail it. Sweet and tip. I really like them. Isabella Firecracker, number four on my list. Number three on my list of the top 10 short smokes uh, uh, for winter or when you don't have a lot of time. The Cuban Cohiba Medio Siglo. Now, I have some uh, uh, Siglo 4s in my humidor that I really like a lot. Classic Cohiba flavor. This is a short Robusto. I believe it was the short first short Robusto that uh, Habanos SA came out with a few years ago. Uh, and it's very good. Very, very good. 45 minutes, half hour. I really like this. This gives you that classic Cohiba profile, flavors, nuts, coffee, spice. And this one has a little bit of sweetness, which I don't remember getting off of the Siglo 4s. Where those were a savory, this has just a hint of sweetness that I really like. So if you have the opportunity to pick up uh, some uh, Medio Siglos, 
check out the Cohiba Medio Siglo. Very good. Very, very good. I mean, it's Cohiba. Do I need to say anything else? Like that name is synonymous with cigars. Number two on my list. Man, I, I'm going to be honest. I almost put this in number one because this is, this cigar gives you the typical cigar experience in a short Vitola. It gives you the typical cigar experience boiled down to 30, 45 minutes. That's the uh, surrogates by Le Atelier Cracker Crumbs. And I'm sure I slaughtered that as well. So Pete Johnson, I apologize. Pete Johnson uh, owns uh, Le Atelier and surrogates does. Uh, just, this is fantastic. This is a great, probably the best cigar that you can get in a short Vitola. But only if you are a cigar smoker, if you are a diehard cigar smoker, if you've been smoking for a couple of years, this is the one for you. If you are a new cigar smoker, this is not the one for you. It is not a, an approachable cigar if you are new. It doesn't skip on flavor. It has all the complexity of a, of a larger ring gauge with bold, consistent flavors. Cedar, chocolate, spice, pepper. Oh, man, I'm telling you, it is so good. This is the one that I reach for the most often when I'm outside smoking and it's super cold and I don't want to take a picture for the gram. I think the kids still call it the gram. I'll probably be called something new next week. Uh, when I'm tired, I just don't want to take, because it's so cold. My fingers are frozen, but I, I want to sit down or I want to stand up and take a short walk and have a cigar. This is it. Cracker crumbs. Absolutely fantastic. And it's the same blend uh, from animal crackers, which is the, the larger ring gauges. I really love the cracker crumbs. Check them out. If you haven't number one on my list, the Arturo Fuente Hemingway short story. If you have listened to this podcast since the beginning, you know that, that this is the one where I went, man, I really like this. Now I'll, I'll tell everyone this, this quick story. The very first time I went into a cigar shop and it's not really a cigar shop. It's basically a glorified, um, it's not even a head shop. It's a glorified gas station, right? It just doesn't have gas. It's just a smoke shop. You go in, you buy cigarettes, you buy vape, uh, and, and then they have a walk-in humidor. Not where I buy my cigars anymore. Anymore. When I first started, I went in, um, and they, you know, they were overpriced. Uh, you know, once you start shopping around online, they were way overpriced. But they were overpriced even for a regular B&M. But I walked in and I, I was talking to the woman behind the counter, and I'm like, you know, what do you have? Do you have anything? different. Do you have anything that people really like? She's like, I have a guy who comes in every month and buys a box of, of Hemingway short story because he says they taste like Cubans. I'm not sure who that guy is. They don't taste anything like Cubans, but they are very mild. They're very approachable, uh, from, you know, if you're a new cigar smoker, you're going to enjoy the short story. And even if you're a, a grizzled aficionado who's been smoking for years, you can still appreciate the Arturo Fuente Hemingway short story, uh, notes of earth, dried fruit, leather, pepper. It is mild enough to be approachable for new cigar smokers and complex enough for older cigar smokers, uh, for the more experienced cigar smokers, I should put it that way, uh, to really enjoy and get something out of. And, and I still have a lot from my first box, uh, and, and I'm hoping that I won't have to buy any anytime soon because of all of the other short smokes that I bought. But this is the one I, I like this one a lot in the morning with some coffee or in the afternoon. I think it's a great afternoon smoke. It's mild enough, complex enough, 
great cigar if you don't have a lot of time. So there you go. There's my top 10 list, short smokes for winter. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the list. I hope you enjoyed my rant on Cigar Aficionado. Uh, if you enjoy Cigar Aficionado and, and what they're putting out, don't please don't let me rain on your parade. Keep enjoying it. I'm just giving you my perspective uh, from somebody in the hobby that that doesn't have the the luxury of of affording some of these things that they cover, and that's why we have simplystogies.com. Thank you so much for listening. Please go to simplystogies.com. Check out the full article on the top 10 short smokes for winter uh, that I wrote, as well as all of the other great articles and reviews that we have there from the great team uh, that we have uh, here at simplystogies.com. Check out everything there. Again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And please join me next time when I'm not quite sure what I'm talking about, but I can promise it'll be Simply Stogie. Stay smoky, friends. Thank you for listening to Simply Stogies. Please rate and review Simply Stogies on iTunes. You can follow James on his cigar journey on Instagram at Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word, and on Twitter at the Twitter handle at Simply Stogies. <laughs>